This is the FQN Home Service. The program originally scheduled for this time, the anarchic sound effects extravaganza, will not be heard due to... <laughs> and in its place, we proudly present... A History of Wales, Episode 5! <laughs> Where's the country, or where's the whales? Five episodes in, I don't even know myself. I don't know you either. Stop that. Why, it's the highly esteemed Go On Show! Oh, I think they've got it! <laughs> Tonight's episode, The Adventures of Riding Hood and Her Many Men. Merry men. Merry men. Marry whomever you like, I always say. I'm sorry, I'll reread that again. The Adventures of Riding Hood and Her Merry Men. Our stories so far. And now, on with the show! To set the scene Nottinghamshire, 1191, a time of Saxon violence. Mm, I said violence. A lone rider makes his way through Sherwood Forest, presumably on his way to pay tribute to the usurper Prince John. Whoa, coconuts! Whoa, there! Dash it all, coconuts! I said, whoa! There appears to be something blocking the lane. Stand and deliver, your nobleman. I haven't got a nobleman. Your riches, if you please. Get Zooks, a highwayman. A highwayman, to be precise. Zounds! Don't you mean zoons? It only sounds like zooms. That joke's older than the both of us combined. Now, hand over your purse and we shall let you pass. What do you mean, we, Highwayman? There is but the one of you. As I was saying. Alas, I have naught but the clothes on my back and this fine steed to my good name. Are you not on your way to pay tribute to the usurper, Prince John? Nay, nay, I say. As does your horse. Why else would you be riding through this part of Sherwood? I seek the scoundrel Riding Hood. I wouldst fain join up with his merry band of outlaws. You wouldst fain, you say? I wouldst, I wouldst. Hast thou any idea where he mightst be? Are you quite certain that he's... a he? Why, don't be silly. What kind of outlaw and cut purse would he be if he were... Oh, I say that is rich! There you go. Indeed, that was she, the notorious outlaw Riding Hood, scourge of the usurper Prince John, friend of the... Can we get on with this? Our stories so far! Now look here. How do I know you're not one of the sheriff's men? I'm not even part of the story. Not you. I'm afraid I don't know. I suppose you could ask me a question to which only I would know the answer. All right. What do you call 500 Prince Johns at the bottom of the ocean? Improbable. Good enough. Let's set you up with the application. Annual income, age range, level of education. What do you need with all this information? Market research. Uh, uh, Hobbies, skills, architecture, boating, cooking. Several days later, that same afternoon. There, all done. Hmm. Okay. Neddy Little, you say? That's what it says in the script, yes. Good, good. All right. Now for the talent portion. What, 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 what? Do you have any special talents? Well, I suppose I can do a few impressions. Uh, um, moo. 
That's a cow. And uh, I can do Richard Burton. Murder. And, and, oh yes, I can do the Stu Ellington Trio. I'd like to see that. I think it goes something like this. <gasps> FQN Light Program. And now, let us return to the charming little town of Exford and find out whatever happened with the vicar and the sheep. And now, the bowman. Good evening there, Eleanor. Yes, dear. Been an eventful day here at the farm, wouldn't you say? Mm-hmm. I mean, first the foaling, then the cows, and then the call about the sheep. I suppose so, dear. Heaven knows these aren't the most secure fences, but the vicarage is a healthy ways away. How in the name of all that's holy would one of the sheep wind up all the way down there now? I'm sure I don't know, dear. And the poor vicar! What with the sheep eating his prize-winning rose bushes, don't you know? How a man of the cloth has time to tend to prize-winning roses on top of tending to a community, I'll never reckon. Hmm. You're awful quiet tonight, Eleanor. Is everything okay? Well... I'm worried about Jim. Why, if it isn't Jimmy Bowman. Two points, mate. Where's your uh, friend? Alone tonight. Right. How you doing there? Fine, fine. Nothing to see here. Worried about the uh, competition? What do you know about that? You're going to do just fine, Jimmy. I told them I was through. I don't want any part of this anymore. Jimmy. But nothing. Ever since the incident. Jim. Accidents happen, even to the best of us. You don't get it, do you? How could you? You're just... I load that llama. It's only a catchphrase. For those just tuning in, our story so far. <laughs> Meanwhile, back at the ranch, Prince John and the sheriff were receiving the Bishop of Montague Love. Package here yeah, for the usurper. Prince John, if you'll sign it. Yes, yes. Have a good day, sir. What is all this, sheriff? Oh, it's the bishop. To what do we owe the pleasure, your bishopric? Highness, I bring news of the foul miscreant Riding Hood. Let me guess. She robs from the rich and gives to the poor and blah de blah de blah 
Not so, sire. Now she and her band of ruffians are collecting monies to pay the ransom for your brother, Richard the Lionheart. But in a stunning turn of events, I happened upon a band of men traveling incognito several nights ago, one of whose number was in fact your brother freed from his unjust imprisonment. Turns out. And where was this? At a little hideaway in the middle of nowhere called the Incognito. Well, you know what they say. When it rains, it leaves you poorly. Sire, I don't think that... Silence! There are more important things at hand than proofreading scripts. If I may, sire, I have what could be termed a bold and, dare I say, cunning plan. Go on, Bishoprick. If you were to perchance capture the young Riding Hood, you could demand those monies in ransom for her life instead, and then... Kill her and her merry men into the bargain. I like it. What of my Richard brother, Reggie? He's only a minor character here. I don't think he even has any lines. Sapristi, how do we go about this bold and... Dare you say, cunning plan? Arrange for a contest, an archery challenge. Riding Hood won't be able to resist. Hold it within the walls of the castle. Once she and her band are inside the gates, you could spring the trap. I must say, of all my clergy, you are the most agreeable and informative bishop yet. I took a vow of exposition, sire. Live to serve. Perhaps, Sheriff, it would be wise to keep an eye or two on Riding Hood while we plan. I have my best man on the case, sire. Your best man? Dickon of York. He's a right Charlie. He's disguised as a shepherd tending his flock. Excellent. Excellent. Right-ho, then. Pip and tosh and pompous circumstance. A toast! A toast! A toast! While they're busy getting toasted, who's that I see walking in these woods? And this is Mitch, the miller's son, our resident band leader. This is Iglith of Havant, and this is David of Dancaster. Or, or is it Dan of David Caster? No, Dan's the one with the red stocking. That's red socks, David. Well, hey there. It's Riding Hood, still introducing Neddy Little to the rest of her merry men. And this is our bard, Alana Hale. And, of course, Will Scarlet. Will Scarlet what? What's that? Scarlet! Will she or won't she? Frankly, my dear, I... I say, good shot, everyone. Is that some kind of cliffhanger? No, that's Cliff riding up now. Whoa, radiophonic workshop. Whoa. Good day, Sarah. Good day, Mum. I have ridden long and hard, for I bring to you news from the court of Prince John. Come, cliffhanger. Tell your news. Mitch, play us over to the desk. One and two and... Stop! Stop! You were saying? There's good news and bad. First, the good. Richard the Lionheart has escaped his captors and returned to England incognito. You don't say! What's the bad news? Prince John is arranging for an archery contest in the hopes of luring you to the castle and capturing us all. Let me guess. The prize is a golden arrow and blah de blah de blah I'm not sure what that is, but yes to the golden arrow part. Don't do it, Riding Hood. It's a trap. Well, of course it is, Dancaster. That's what makes it irresistible. Hooray! And so did the king, not quite the king, aims for a crooked game. While the Lionheart King, the very real king, traveled under another name. Traveled under another... Watch out for that! 
What ho there? Who's that hiding behind the tree? Uh, nobody. I can see you. I've been spotted! You tell me you're the one in the leopard print. Pray tell, what is your name, sirrah? Uh, no, sir, my, my name is Dickon. Um, <laughs> hello. Aha! Spotted Dickon! Thank you! Thank you! What brings you to this part of the forest, Dickon? Are you a spy? I am but a lowly shepherd tending to my flock. Aha! A shepherd spy! You seem to be all alone. Where have your sheep gone? What? The flock? I indeed! I thought there was something fishy about this disguise. Aha! So you admit it's a disguise? Miss Hood, I dare say this is a wolf in shepherd's clothing! Rather a wolf in leopard's clothing? (laughs) Well spotted! Are you one of the sheriff's men come to spy on our little band? Um, why look over yonder. It is the sheriff of Nottingham. Do you really think I'm going to fall for that? Why look over yonder. It is... Yikes and away! Watch out for that tree! Yikes and away! This could take a while. He can't see the forest for the trees. Perhaps we should check in with the Stu Ellington trio again while we straighten up and fly right. Hello there, vicar. I'm a bill, a sight for sore eyes. I'll take that lamb off your hands now. I'm sure your roses will appreciate that. Indeed, indeed. They'll recover in good time, sir, that I have faith. Aye. What is it, my son? Oh, I don't mean to trouble you. Nonsense. Tell me what it is weighing heavily upon you, son. You know about that Jimmy Bowman, right? Ah. Well, the wife and I, we're worried about Jim. I talked with him just the other episode. You watch. When the time comes, he'll get back to it. He'll step up and compete once more. But father, after the incident... It takes time, son. But surely time heals all wounds. Now shall we find your lost lamb? Aye, indeed. Hope you don't mind, but I gave the little Dickens a name. Sure. No, I named her Agnes Days. That was the Stu Ellington trio with You's Do Something To Me. You! You do something to me! I hardly think this is the time or place. Wingset Studio audience. And I do declare this archery, what's it, to be open! Strides to Royal Box strikes a dramatic pose, like so. Oi. I needs must adjust my card piece. Wait! I never even got a card piece! <laughs> Knowing wink. 
And so, let this game begin. So far, so good. What's the plan again? Dancaster is disguised as one of the king's vassals providing refreshments for the crowd. His is the wagon with the standard of St. George on the side. A dragon? Yes, but don't confuse it with the caisson belonging to the stoneworkers set beside it. Why not? We've hidden several swords in Dancaster's wagon, and it may yet prove to be our vehicle for escape. The caisson's wheels are locked in place, so it will be of no use. If only I had a mnemonic to remember all this... The vassal with refreshment has the wagon with St. George, but no, no... Shh! They're about to recap the whole story. Our story so far. Your guess is as good as mine. Well, Sheriff? I can't say for certain, sire, but I would hazard a guess that Riding Hood and her men are here. A guess is not good enough. You know this, surely. Aye, Siren, stop calling hey, me. Hey, Sheriff! Who is that buffoon yelling from across the green? Why, it's Dickon! This is good news, Sire, surely. This means Riding Hood is in fact here. Indeed, and stop calling me... Sheriff! Yes, yes, Dickon, I see you. Now shut up. Surely you can hear me? Yes, I can hear you, and stop calling me... <sighs> Dickon, um, what is it? Hello. Shut up, Dickon. I just wanted to tell you I've I've perfected my cover. You've what? Well, I were a shepherd, but I didn't have any sheep. So now I've gone and got some. You strange, twisted boy, those aren't sheep. Nope, 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 nope. They're covered in wool, they've got those little feet, and they're as tall as me. Them are sheep, I tell ya. As tall as you, Yep. You're not a short man, are you? Oh, nope. Dickon, you imbecile, these aren't sheep, they're llamas. Well, uh, what now? Get them out of the castle green before... We spring the trap down. Right you are, sir. Come on, fellas. Now, now, Cyril, that's no way to behave. Come along, Agnes. Shoo, shoo. Oh, for the love of... Meanwhile, across the green. Another round of bullseyes for Tom the Tinker. What can I say? Typecasting. Three cheers for the Tinker. I say, that's good shooting, Rye. I mean, Tom the Tinker. (laughs) Thank you, Neddy. And stop calling me Rye. What is it, Eleanor Hale? Tinker. There's been a slight change. We've had to move the swords from the wagon to the caisson. What, 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 what? No doubt the sheriff's men were poking around. Oh, and look, the king and the sheriff are approaching. Yes, Alan, I see that. Steady on, men. The game's afoot. Wagon with the dragon? Neddy, pay attention. He's in the throes of mnemonic possession. Neddy! Excellent work, Sir Tinker. I can't recall a better shot, except perhaps for... Wait, sire. There is one more competitor. There is? Jimmy Bowman of Exford. This isn't in my copy of the script. Well, this is highly unusual. But I suppose you may try to best this tinker's marks. Wait, did you say Exford? I think you've wandered into the wrong studio. My heavens! You've split all three of the tinker's arrows. I did it. 
I really did it. <laughs> I knew you had it in you, son. Men seize him. Of course I seize him. He's right there. Seize him, you fools. It's Riding Hood in disguise. What? No, I'm from the Bowmen, the serial over on the light program. I knew it. By run, I think I've got it. The vessel from the castle has the wagon with the dragon, but the caisson with the maisons has the swords that are stored. <laughs> run! What? It was the tinker. It's always the tinker. Come back here, Cyril. Dennis, you leave that trapper shot alone. Oh, you swine. You deaded me. Toss back head. Dies all deadly. Thank you. Thank you. Exits pursued by an llama. An llama. An llama. I'll have your head for this riding hood. Why, your heinous! What big eyes you have! Better to see you die. Ah. Curses! Riding hood, behind you, the Black Knight. Turn! Parry! Dodge! Spin! Oh, Mr. Black Knight? Who in the blue blazes are you? They call me Alan Ahale Kabong. Put up your weapon and prepare to die. And guard. That's not a weapon. That's... Kabang! <laughs> There's a barred, dazed knight! <laughs> Eglith! No! You didn't even have any lines! Hey, Agnes, you come back here! You leave that foley artist alone! Well, they're just ignoring the script now. It turns out Nettie was really Richard the Lionheart in disguise. I was? I am? But I'm sure you saw that coming. And of course, Riding Hood got away with her many men. Merry men! Trust me, many men. No one wishes, not the cannons! And everyone lived happily ever after. Except for those what had gotten deaded. You have apparently been listening to the incomparable Radio Theatre, Episode 5, The Go On Show, script by David J. Lore. Starring Kate Glasheen as Riding Hood. Featuring Travis Bedard, Christopher Breen, Moises Chuyan, Glenn Fleischman, Anthony Johnston, David R. Lore, Steve Lutz, Gregory Maupin, Dan Morin, Jason Snell, and Austin Titchener as her many merry men. And Serenity Caldwell as the other woman. We are going to find part two of the Tesla thing for next week, uh-huh. right? Okay, okay, just, just checking. <laughs>